Being a Better Man, episode 139. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability, where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, welcome back to Being a Better Man. I am your purveyor of manly thoughts and insights, all designed to help keep you focused on the mission of being a better man today than you were yesterday. My name is Alf Herigstad. Before I get into today's topic, I want to ask you guys a favor. This is episode 139. That's a lot of episodes. And I really don't like repeating myself. I can keep coming up with topics, but I thought I would ask you guys to help me out too. As you know, I try to keep the episodes concise and succinct and deal with one topic at a time. I try to keep them relatively short as well without a lot of fluff because your time is valuable and I want to respect that. What I would like to ask you for is new topic ideas. I want to know what you are struggling with as a man, or what questions you have, or whatever else you're trying to figure out that I can help you with the most. To do this, you can either comment on the Facebook page or go to the website and write me a letter. You don't even have to go to the website. You can just email me at alf at beingbetter.men. It doesn't have to be a long letter. It can be one word, just letting me know what you would like me to focus on. Thanks a lot, guys. I look forward to hearing from you. Today I'm talking about something that you may have never considered before ever. The absolute power of silence and pauses as a communication skill. What made me think of this, sadly enough, was a show I watched about Adolf Hitler. Yes, he was an evil guy. I am not a fan. However, evil or not, this 5 foot 8 inch or 173 centimeter kind of weird looking guy was able to captivate an entire nation with his brilliant, impassioned oration. He was a genius communicator. I don't think we can deny that. But one thing that he and several other well-known master communicators like Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan, Martin Luther King, Winston Churchill, Barack Obama, and many others all have in common is their use of silence and perfectly timed pauses in their speech. Those are all fairly recent guys I just mentioned. There's no way of proving it, but I bet if you went back in time that almost all of the great leaders of history were also great communicators. It's hard, if not impossible, to be one without the other. There's just something about silence. Standing in front of someone, making eye contact, not saying anything until the moment is perfect. There's something about that that rivets people to their seats and makes them listen. They want to know what you're going to say. They need to know. This is the power of silence. It commands attention. All the presidents and leaders of the world make many speeches, 
But what good are words if nobody is listening? Barack Obama has a very unique cadence to his speech. He pauses often and then proceeds with a particular rhythm that transfixes his listeners. What all this has to do with being a better man is this. If you're committed to improving every area of your life, then the form of communication you use most often, your speech, will need to improve as well. It is with your speech that you convey your thoughts, feelings, and emotions to those around you. Your family, your co-workers, business associates, and friends. Your speech, how you talk to people, is equally important as what you are saying. There are some other benefits to silence and pauses as well. Besides just making people listen better, they help you gather your thoughts. They allow you the luxury of actually thinking before you just blurt things out. Silence and pauses can make you appear more intelligent as well if used properly. I use this technique as a parent and as an employer. When I really wanted my kids or my employees to hear what I was saying, I would speak in a very low, quiet, deliberate voice, pausing between sentences while maintaining eye contact. People respond to that way better than they do to yelling. When I was in sales, I would also use a similar technique. I would start talking quieter, which would force my customers to lean in and pay closer attention. In the same way that your body is a physical representation of who you are, your voice is the audible representation of the same. I'm telling you guys, it matters how you talk. It makes a difference. It's also important that when you talk, you enunciate your consonants. Speak clearly while you're being silent and pausing. The other thing about silence, perhaps my favorite thing, is the immutable truth that you don't learn anything when your lips are moving. What that means is that when you are talking, you are dispensing information. You are not receiving it. But when you are silent and listening, then you're able to take it all in. Oftentimes in social situations, I mingle around the crowd without saying anything. But I'm listening, absorbing information and taking mental notes so that when I do decide to speak, I have something of worth to contribute. Have you ever noticed there are some people who are made very nervous by silence they can't stand it. If there is a lull in the conversation and nobody is saying anything, it becomes more than they can handle and they just start talking, saying nothing really, just talking to fill the void of silence. My advice is don't be that guy. When I was a kid, my friend and I had a nickname for my dad. We called him the man of few words. We called him that because when he spoke, especially if he was angry, he could say more in four or five words than most people could say in 50 or 100. Everything he said mattered. You may not even realize how you speak or how other people perceive it. You may have never considered it. 
But if you would like to check it out, then find a recording device and record yourself talking. Play it back, pretending you're listening to somebody else, and go ahead and be critical. Decide what your shortcomings are and work on improving it. That may sound easy, but it's really not. When I started this podcast, the hardest thing for me was getting used to listening to my voice. I hated it at first. I would cringe every time, but slowly I started to get used to it, and then I was able to start improving it. I still have a ways to go, but I'm working on it, and that's what counts. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope it gave you something new to consider that you have not considered before. Now head out into the big world and embrace the silence. Practice the pauses. Think about your voice and your speech and decide how you want to be perceived by people who hear you talk. It's just another area that we can all improve in and any improvement will make us a better man today than we were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.